Good evening. Are you Yeti to party? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your spooky night Sasquatchman, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So this is a Lacey episode, which you probably guessed from what we're going to generously refer to as the intro. <laughs> <gasps> How dare you! But, uh, yeah, I'm going to lay off on the calling you names and making fun of your comedy because today's episode is very special. What is it? It is an episode about Bigfoot and Bigfoot-related items in honor of your birthday. My birthday! Uh, it's not your birthday today, but this is going to be released on your birthday. Yeah. So feel free, everyone, to send her birthday wishes and things like that. So how old are you now? I am an age. <laughs> no, I am 30. Like the Renaissance? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 32 years young. What a fear of aging that that reveals. Isn't that bananas? To use an antonym. Yeah, I worked at a senior center and they're like, oh, I'm 87 years young. I'm like, honey, no. No, you're not. Yeah. I think it's it's better we just say, getting old. Just accept it. Or I always like to say, what's the youngest I can pull off? And then just say I'm that age. How young do I look? Give me compliments. Yes, so happy birthday. Thank uh, you. You've already gotten all of your birthday presents early. <laughs> I also um ate about uh, six chocolate bars before we started yep. and um, a rum and coke, which had um, probably like four cups of rum and a splash <laughs> of coke. So we're starting this off great. You had to go water it down with more Diet Coke because it was so I couldn't taste runny. any coke. <laughs> Excellent. So... Bigfoot's a really big one. This is... This is my baby. I think it's a lot of people's babies. I don't think it's actually outside of the uh, realm of believability to say that this is the, like, most famous... You could say it's the biggest cryptid. (gasps) Nessie, I think, is bigger. Oh my god, I hate you so much. And the Jolly Green Giant. And the BFG. (laughs) Oh god, I hate you so much. But this is definitely, like, one of the... If in the pantheon of cryptid super gods, this is, like, Superman. Yeah. Mothman is Batman. Bessie is Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want her to wear the skirt. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but this is a huge one. This is a really big cryptid. This is, everybody knows Bigfoot. Everybody knows who Bigfoot is. And there's brands. There's tons of brands for Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I have a shirt that says, um, uh, gone squatching. (laughs) We'll have to add that picture to this episode. Oh, and there's also, um, there's like a Bigfoot brand of pizza that you can like get at the supermarket. Oh, yeah. That was bomb. Yeah, it was really good. And they had, yeah, they had little cardboard cutout. Bigfoots, and you could take pictures of your Bigfoot around and send it to them, and you could win pizza. And, but I mean, like Sasquatch, I mean, that's it's everywhere. It's literally yeah. everywhere. Uh, we did another episode that will be released after this one um, that also talks. Uh, we did a little shout out about Bigfoot. Like, yeah, it's everywhere. We did a shout out to Bigfoot. <laughs> hey, Bigfoot, we believe in you. Just come out. Just whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. In we'll be time. here. So what do you want to talk about about Bigfoot? Because really, it's not like we're introducing anybody to Bigfoot. Like, everyone knows who Bigfoot is. Yeah. And I think most people are familiar with the major points of the canon. Like, everyone knows about the, the Patterson-Gimlin film. Yeah. I think most people know about the Ray Wallace footprints. Uh, that were in California that turned out to be fake. <laughs> like, yeah. his son's outed Unfortunately. him. Yeah. That's so shit. Is it that, like, what's shit? That they outed him or that he tricked people for, like, 30 years? I don't know. I'm a firm believer of, like, 
it's not hurting anybody. Just do it. Like, I would just like to believe in silly things and let me just do that. Okay, so what if someone you cared about was off in those woods looking for the Squatch? They fell, broke their leg, died in the forest for a Squatch that is not there. You see, it's not all fun and games. In that very specific instance, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe they're just going out to get exercise. Also, all that human activity out in those woods probably frightened a lot of the animals that normally roam. I am honestly so sick of your naysaying, okay? So, I actually do have a reason to naysay people faking Bigfoot evidence. Okay, let's see. this. Not just because it sucks to fake things, but Lauren Coleman, who I think most people know is like cryptozoology superstar Lauren Coleman, mm-hmm. he says that one of the biggest um, deficits to cryptozoology has been social media. Because so many people have access now to the internet and to an audience that the internet is flooded with fakes and phonies and hoaxes and things like that. So where it used to be kind of easy to, you know, go through a a certain number of um, tapes and pictures and videos and whatever Mm -hmm. to kind of discern which ones are real, which ones are fake. There's so much fake stuff out there now that it's become almost impossible to separate to find those diamond in the rough, you know, questionable ones that could be real. Mm -hmm. And it has actually hurt the overall credibility of people searching for Bigfoot in North America. So, while it might be all fun Mm -hmm. and games, it is actually legitimately hurting the search for Bigfoot. Yeah, but what if one of those people find him? No, that's my point. It's because there's so much about... Because Bigfoot is at the height of its popularity right now. I don't think it's ever been as popular as it has been in like the last two or three years, mm-hmm. especially with shows like Finding Bigfoot and just the the um, the advent of drone technology where people can search wide areas a lot more easily. Bigfoot's big business right now. And because it's not just that there's people out there looking, that's the thing, is there actually aren't that many people out there looking. As many Bigfooters or Squatchers that are out there. There's an equal number of people that aren't even looking at all. They're just faking evidence. Yeah, that's kind of lame. That's my problem with it. I mean, yeah, I guess. But, like, I love watching really bad Bigfoot videos. The ones where it's totally a dude. Yeah. I love that. Those are my favorite. I also like the ones where the people swear they saw a Bigfoot. And they have the red circle pops up. And it's just forest. (laughs) <laughs> it's like there's look, nothing it. there I'm like i don't see anything i want to see i'm looking for bigfoot it's not like with ghosts so let's preface this whole episode uh five minutes in <laughs> let's preface this episode by saying we do believe in bigfoot yep this is one of the rare occurrences where we are not gonna debunk bigfoot we do believe and there's a lot of good reasons for this yeah scientifically there is evidence of animals that are like this that have existed, like Gigantopithecus, and the environment that he's supposed to live in, while specific and remote, does fit with the scientific evidence that, uh, not scientific evidence, (laughs) does fit with the scientific information we have about animals that would live in that environment. So, like, we know a large bipedal primate could live in an area like that because we have evidence that primates do live in areas like that. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact that there's footprints, there's there's hairs. There was that really great Bigfoot documentary we watched where they yes. had a cabin that was in the remotest Canada, and they had the board with the screws in it that was like a trap, and a Bigfoot stepped on it. Or something stuff. Yeah. And it were hairs and samples of tissue fibers. And they took it 
brought it to a lab, and it was primate hair. But they couldn't say what kind, because it didn't really match anything they had. Never, ever has there been any ghost or any other cryptids that had <laughs> anything even remotely close to this kind of evidence. So, I'm willing to believe. There's also, um, there was some article I was reading before that said that the FBI had a database where they had some hairs. They were found to be like inconclusive or, you know, like from a deer or some shit. But like at some point in wherever the FBI works, there was like Bigfoot hair. Yeah. That's so rad. I love the FBI was like, we unfortunately have to dedicate some amount of tax dollars towards yeah. Bigfoot. <laughs> I would pay more tax dollars gladly if it was going directly to Bigfoot research. Yeah. Like regular pet taxes, I'll do that. But like on top of that, Bigfoot taxes. I'm down. Call me. Bigfoot taxes. Yeah. I'm down. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, really, like, Sasquatch has a great sense of humor. Oh my gosh. Because even though the jokes are bad, yet he laughs at everything. <laughs> <laughs> that actually brings up the point. I definitely, I think that while Bigfoot is something that I think exists, I think that the North American, you know, brown Bigfoot, mm -hmm. I don't think the likelihood of it existing is as high as the likelihood of a Yeti existing. Yeah. I think Yetis are a certainty. 100% believe they exist. Why do you think that you only see Bigfoot in America? We don't. Well, you see big meters everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> We need to convert to the metric system. It's really not that complicated. <laughs> I mean, it is fairly complicated because only every other country in the world has figured it out, so... Don't take your fucking meters to inches politics into my jokes, okay? David Attenborough even said that... Because there were, there were footprints, Yeti footprints, found in the Himalayas up like 23,000 feet. Which, by the way, 23,000 feet, that's where like you're starting to die. Oh my god. That's high enough that you cannot spend more than a couple of days up there without oxygen support. And David Attenborough even said, people are not going up to 23,000 feet to make fake footprints for a prank. It's not happening. Even uh, Brian Blessed, <laughs> he has climbed um, Everest. He's climbed Everest and he has even said that he totally believes that there are yetis. Oh, that's so rad. I understand that Brian Blessed is not a scientist. He's not a primatologist or anything like that. Yeah, but, but he is a gem. That dude, yes. That dude has had an incredible life. By the way, if you don't know who Brian Blessed is, get, get your life on <laughs> get <bent. laughs> Get your life on track. He's an incredible actor and he's like an explorer. Like he's he's led an incredibly adventurous life. So if he says, yeah, there's yetis, I'm like, I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> you would go in a cult just based on Brian, Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed, too. Yeah, I would that. do the cult of Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a delicious meal. <laughs> Brian Blessed. Yeah. Sounds like, like English. <laughs> like a bird, like a pheasant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's talk, though, specifically about North American Bigfoot. Yeah. When do you think that they start seeing him? Okay, so are when you say they, are you um, meaning humans or Americans? I would say Americans, because obviously, you know, the Native Americans would um, have seen him sooner. But, like, when did it become more of an American sighting? It, it popped into American like consciousness mm -hmm. in the 1960s when the Patterson Gimlin film came out and like interest in the Sasquatch exploded. Actually, there was a report in the 1800s even. Holy hell. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually read a story about a guy who was like a frontiers type mm -hmm. who got kidnapped by some Bigfoots. He got kidnapped and brought back to their Bigfoot camp. Well, rewind. Do tell. Yeah. It was a story, it was one of these books that was for kids, like, you know, like 10, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And it was, it had some drawings in it, you know, some pictures. 
and he was in the Pacific Northwest, and he claims that he was out hunting. He was like a like a fur trapper, mm-hmm. and that he was kidnapped in the middle of the night. He was sleeping in his tent, and something picked him up, and he tried to fight it, but he couldn't because it was so strong. And it had a horrible odor, and it was hairy, and it carried him from the middle of the night till morning. And he realized that it had brought him very miles away from his camp to this clearing where there was, like, five other Bigfoots. And there was, like, baby Bigfoots, and there was, like, Oh, I would snuggle the hell out of a baby Bigfoot. And uh, that, that was what happened, and he snuck away. And somehow found his camp and a newspaper who could hear his story. Was what was the end game for the Bigfoots? Big feet? Big five? Maybe they wanted a pet? <laughs> or maybe they thought As he someone was who's sick. always trying to collect animals, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to hear what the um Washington State government website has to say? Yeah, totally. It said that entire organizations exist to study and document Bigfoot and prove its existence and groups regularly search the Northwest woods looking for the ultimate proof. In one very real sense, however, Bigfoot does exist. The Western Air Defense Sector, Washington Air National Guard, adopted the mascot of Bigfoot and operates 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, monitoring the skies of nearly 73% of United States and Canada. Just like the Bigfoot of legend, the sector is rarely seen and rarely heard. But rest assured, it continues to observe and if necessary serve as a messenger of warning i love that that reminds me i like when government agencies acknowledge mythical things yeah kind of like um uh well like ireland uh they have protected land and the land mm-hmm. is protected because fairies live there i was going the route of hellboy oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> or while well, like in um norway and iceland and finland they have protected forests and they say that they're off limits to logging and other things because of trolls that live there and elves that live there. Oh my god! That's I love so that amazing. kind of thing, and I love that the government does kind of recognize to some degree that there's, you know, Bigfoot. In um some native tribes, they think that the Bigfoot is like um like a messenger of warning. Oh. It's kind of like an omen kind of thing. Okay. Which is interesting because like it's like oh something bad's gonna happen. He just walks by. He's like hey guys, <laughs> there's a thing. I'm gonna go. Can you imagine a modern equivalent of that? Like, like Gary from IT shows up, takes a bite of his hot pocket, and walks off, and they're like, "Oh shit, Gary from IT! <laughs> it's an omen. Something bad will happen today." Then the coffee machine goes on the fritz, and you're like, "God damn it, we didn't heed Gary's warning." <laughs> I wish stuff like that would happen in the real, <laughs> real world. Well, the uh, the whole idea, the mythological archetype of the wild man exists mm-hmm. in basically every single culture. It is just a humanoid thing, person, whatever you want to call it, yeah. creature, that lives in the wild. They're typically hairy, and sometimes they're magical. Sometimes it's an individual being. It actually wasn't until I was like an adult <laughs> that I found out that some people believe in Bigfoot, mm-hmm. but they think Bigfoot is an individual, that there's one Bigfoot. One. That people are, like Santa Claus. <laughs> Does he have like... Like wormholes, or he teleports, or... Time slips or something, I don't know. What? And I I like that idea that he's that level of mythical, that he's by himself, and he's just wandering the forest. like, what is he doing? At least, like, Santa, it's like, he's, you know, he's off doing shit. Like, he's just walking? (laughs) That would be the kind of, like, fictional creature you would be, just walking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Being hairy and walking, that's it. (laughs) Wouldn't it be some shit if there is a Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. it is a singular individual, and when we finally catch it, we finally corner him, and we, you know, we get to examine him. It turns out he can talk, and it's the Lorax, and he speaks (laughs) for the trees. (laughs) Oh my god! I love that! We have to see if that's a thing. It is. The Lorax is 
Bigfoot. <laughs> See, every episode we're cracking cases. Cracking we are cases. cracking cases left and right. Um, no, but I I always assumed even I always assumed even at the onset when I first learned about Bigfoot mm-hmm. as a kid that it was a bunch of them. I never thought for a second it was an individual. Yeah, like how animals do. <laughs> so what is some of the evidence that we do have for Bigfoot that people probably know about and then some stuff maybe people don't know about? We have lots of hair samples. We have, um, you know... Well, the castings. The, the castings, castings yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of, like, feet castings? That doesn't sound right. Footprints? Footies? Footies? <gasps> I need Bigfoot footy pajamas. Oh, man. Oh, if you guys know of any, send us a link. Yeah, send us a link. We're actually always down for footy pajamas. <laughs> any kinds, but, like, specifically Bigfoot. <laughs> um, we, There's a lot of pictures um sightings yeah. yeah well there's also been a lot of guys i know that have claimed to have killed it uh there were two one in the 70s yes i remember this <laughs> yeah where they claimed that they had a body and this dude who was like really um he was like a promoter and he was like we've got it we're gonna charge people to see it and i'm gonna be so famous and he was really selling it that they had this body. And then the two guys were like, oh, hey, dude, by the way, it's fake. <laughs> it's like a Halloween costume. Did he pay him. like millions of dollars for it? No, that was later. That's not the oh. same guy. There was another guy. Yeah, he paid like $1.8 million for a Sasquatch corpse that was in a freezer. And it was a Halloween costume in a freezer. Oh, my God. Oh, embarrassment. So, like, there's a lot of TV Bigfoot hunters and a lot of shows about that. Oh, yeah. But, like, do you know what Bigfoot hunters' favorite jokes are? Oh, my God, yes. What? Knock-knock jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, hold on. No, to explain, to explain. We do need to explain that one. Um, They're said to knock, like, make make wood knocks. Mm -hmm. Knocking branches against trees. Yeah, which... Fucking why? Well, actually, it's a documented primate behavior. Oh. Yeah, some primates do I that. will take my Sasquatch back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Thank yeah, God th- that joke didn't land, because then I could use the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- there is documented proof of uh, primates clacking sticks together and stuff to uh, signal to other groups and things like that. Oh. Yeah, it's the same thing with the howling and the calls. Mm. It's not just something they were like, oh, maybe they do this. Like, we've observed primates doing it. So we go, oh, maybe Sasquatch has done it. And some Sasquatch hunters, excuse me, have heard the howls or calls, allegedly, of Sasquatches. Do you think it's other Sasquatch hunters doing the yells and they're yelling to each other? (laughs) Yes, I totally (laughs) believe that. So we were watching Finding Bigfoot when it was, like, at the height of its Oh, we watched it religiously. Watched it all the time. Which, honestly, Finding Bigfoot is such a misnomer, because it really should be shouting in the dark. (laughs) Real quick, I know names. Names are names. But the dude's name is Matt Moneymaker, who (laughs) runs the show. That's funny. It's really funny. Not to mention the other, I think Bobo. Bobo, yeah, the gem of the show, yeah. Uh, If you've never watched Finding Bigfoot, it's four people who I think are kind of self-deluded to some degree. (laughs) Yeah. That they believe in Sasquatches, they want to find them, and all of them are pretty, like, lifelong, you know, they've had a lifelong interest in Sasquatch. Yeah. But 
They talk very matter-of-factly about Sasquatch. Oh, they are for sure with everything they do. The only person who I like have, like... proven, yeah. Yeah, the only one who I really have, like, respect for... Okay, so there's Matt Moneymaker. Cliff? I'll never remember his last name. Cliff Barackman. Renee? Renee Holland, I think. And then Bobo. Bobo. And his name, I think, is James Frey. But Matt... Um, you could tell he's way in it for the money. I feel like he really believes in Bigfoot, but not with his heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he definitely believes. I mean, not to, not to shit talk him. Like, he yeah. definitely believes in Bigfoot. But this seems, to me, when I'm watching the show, it seems like this is kind of a business venture for him. Yes. Because this is not the first time he's tried to get a show going mm-hmm. about it. And then Cliff, he 100, every single thing that he encounters is a Bigfoot. There could be like like a cat in a road. That's Bigfoot. They found deer antlers and he, and deer shed their antlers. Like yeah. this is well known. And he found them and was like, oh, sometimes Sasquatches will clack these together the way they knock wood. So these are probably discarded by a Sasquatch. And I was like, that is such a fucking stretch, bro. Like, baby, you're going to hurt your back with that reach. <laughs> Be careful. Like, I believe. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> and then Renee is like a full on skeptic. I don't know about that. She Renee says she's a full-on skeptic. It's like a, like a Steve Deshavi kind of thing, where it's like, they say they are, but like, you could see the glimmer of she's hope. She's still on the show. <laughs> yeah, but Bobo, he fully believes in his heart, in his soul, that Bigfoot exists. But there's times where he's like, that's not Bigfoot. He has a healthy skepticism. Yeah, so it's like, I feel like he believes in the right amount. Like, yeah. not to where he's like blinded by facts or like honestly i don't even think it's that what i think is going on because bobo is he really is the closest that that show has to a uh an investigator yeah because he does allow for some kind of skepticism he also doesn't just buy into everything they find his bigfoot yeah i think matt and cliff especially okay so this is a problem throughout cryptids and paranormal investigation Mm -hmm. where it is a it is a product it is packaged and branded and merchandised and it is marketed in a way that makes it like, this is real. You should believe it. You should buy the products. You should buy the tools. You should take the trip. You should buy all the shit. Yeah. And I think that that's what's really going on is that they're on a show where they're supposed to be finding Bigfoot. So if they just say everything is Bigfoot, mm-hmm. I mean, part of it could be they're self-deluded, but I think a big part of it is they are trying to sell this idea of squatching and selling the Finding Bigfoot brand, because like Squatch and Squatching comes My from that My shirt show. is from that show. <laughs> yeah, I think they're selling the brand. And part of selling the brand is giving people something to believe in. Because you're not going to have much of a show if they get together and they go in the woods and they're like, well, we don't actually have to do a whole lot because this, 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 and this. Uh, you know, presenting scientific evidence of why there's not a Sasquatch in the area. Yeah. If they were performing a real scientific investigation, it would be rather boring and not a very good show. But if every single thing that they find is in some way related to Bigfoot, yeah. you're watching it like, oh man, this is it. This is the one. This is when the, the title is going to you know, cash <laughs> in and we're going to find Bigfoot. So I don't think it's that they're blinded by you know, a desire to find it or anything like that. I think that they are salesmen yeah. that are selling an idea. Except for Bobo. Protect Bobo at all costs. <laughs> if anyone knows Bobo or can tag him in this... Let us know. I'll tag him in the social media. <gasps> oh, Bubba, please. Hi. <laughs> I like that show. Mm-hmm. It's not good. No, no, no. It's a shitty show. I mean, it's any of these paranormal reality shows or these monster hunting shows. Yeah. They're kind of shitty. But I like this one. 
because it increased the public interest in Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And it got people talking about it. Yeah. Which is really important because, like, if we're ever going to do anything to find it, we got to be talking about it. Yeah. And this, <laughs> it brought public interest back, but that also means it brought a lot of bullshit back. So I'm grateful for uh, the people that are still skeptical and are looking at it with a scientific, like the paranormal, um, uh, paranormal breakdown, para breakdown, mm -hmm. the YouTube channel where he breaks down paranormal videos. Yeah. Like the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Well, he's done a few Bigfoot videos as well. And the dude is like spot on. Like he is an amazing investigator. And it's important for everyone to have an interest so that we can bring evidence forward and then people can knock that evidence down because yeah. the more we chisel away, the closer we get to the truth. Well, Bigfoot's like, real. <laughs> the more popular like Bigfoot and the Yeti become, like the more pressure is gonna be on him for fame. So where do you think he <laughs> would go if he developed a drug problem? <laughs> oh, here we go. Wow. That was such a setup. The Yeti Ford Clinic. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Yeti Ford Center. <laughs> Nicely done. I'm trying to get better at my 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 display of jokes, my delivery. Yeah, 24 episodes in, this is a good time to start. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> it's just as I get older, you know. It's a birthday miracle. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another show that was on the History Channel. I don't know if it's still on, called Monster Quest which did like cryptids and some of them did some actually like legit investigations into them we're gonna talk about that show on a spooky review mm -hmm. uh, but they did a couple on bigfoot and some bigfoot cousins i do have a very quick question oh you don't this is a joke what do you think is bigfoot's favorite song the impression that i get by the body by the mighty mighty boss tones <laughs> because he doesn't want to knock on wood oh and he leaves impressions in the ground with his footprints yes you didn't think of that. <laughs> that was no. I thought of that joke. That was mine. <laughs> That's why the delivery was so bad because I was nervous. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. But anyway, cousins of Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, another show that we are definitely going to talk about on a spooky review is called Missing in Alaska. Uh, I, I'm not going to go into too much because I know we're going to talk about it later. But basically, the whole premise of the show is a lot of people go missing in Alaska. Sometimes they go missing because there's some shit in Alaska that nobody knows about, like. Ice gnomes. <laughs> what? Yeah, we'll talk about it in another episode. Oh, I can't fucking wait. So, speaking of Bigfoot's cousins, one of the things that I find most interesting about Bigfoot is that kind of like Nessie has like all these um, sort of, you know, related cryptids like the Ogopogo and things like that. Bigfoot in the United States actually has some cousins i guess we could say some some analogs well there's versions of bigfoot and sasquatch throughout the entire world oh yeah like the yaoi yeah yeah so there's a canadian one. Oh, canadian sasquatch bigfoot canadian sasquatch it's just bigfoot it's just it's north american it's just bigfoot canadian sasquatch sasquatch saskatchewatch <laughs> that's so stupid oh my god would you like to hear a story about the Canadian Sasquatch? Can we have his name, or is he just called the Canadian Sasquatch? He's just called the Canadian Sasquatch. That's so unoriginal. I'm calling him Saskatchewatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Saskatchewatch. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyone from Canada listening to this, start it going. Like, just, just do it. Yeah, start some rumors. It says that he's essentially the same creature as the American Bigfoot, though it's claimed to be primarily nocturnal and a fast runner. Fuck that. <laughs> some say it steals food and abducts women. 
Oh my goodness! Basically our son. <laughs> our our oh, son who is four, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he abducts me all the time, steals food. A logger named Albert Osman claimed in 1924 while camping in British Columbia, he was kidnapped by a Bigfoot family and held there nearly for a week, which I think is the story you That's were talking about. That's the story about. I was telling you, yeah. Yeah, so it's, he was actually the Canadian one. Would you look at that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Osman suspected that he had been captured as a potential breeding mate for the young female Sasquatch of the family, but before he could do the dirty deed, he escaped when the male elder choked on Osman's snuffed tobacco. Needless to say, Osman offered no evidence of his experience. What evidence could he possibly have? Like, a promise ring? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he offered no evidence. Like, he didn't have a camera. <laughs> I have many questions. No doubt. Um... Okay, so why do they need a human to breed? I don't think they need a human to breed. I think they were just like, well, she's fuck ugly, even by Sasquatch standards. Let's see if this will be her boyfriend. What if it's just a really ugly family? Wait, he was kidnapped by some, like, deliverance-style people? Yes! Uh, that makes so much more sense than a Sasquatch. Eyes looking exactly. Fuck. It was, like, 1924 in the middle of nowhere. Like, there was no contouring yet. This seems like a really shitty Stephen King story. <laughs> like, this guy in 1924, he's out in the woods, he gets kidnapped by this Hills Have Eyes Sasquatch family, and they're like, you're gonna marry our daughter! And they <laughs> choke on his snuff, and he books it. This is ridiculous. Yeah. But I love that story. Oh my goodness. But that's all I have for the Canadian Sasquatch. I a like that that's his only claim story. to fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, do they find another guy after that, do you think? Or they're like, you know what? It doesn't work out with the humans. I wonder if it wasn't that he was kidnapped, because he offered no evidence. Like, is it he just happened upon them and tried to, like, ingratiate himself and be a part of their family and they kicked him out? And he's like, no, I was kidnapped. I was there against my will. I wasn't trying to be a part of their family. I don't need them. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry, <laughs> my own sir. Family. Oh, no. So, there's the Yeti from Nepal, which everyone knows, yep. everyone loves. That one's definitely real. I would love to snuggle. You know what's funny? I heard a story. People are saying how the Yeti, I think in fiction and in you know popular imagination, he's white. Like in the Goosebumps books and in the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. He's white. I've actually heard uh, from, like, Nepalese Sherpas and stuff in documentaries say that he's black. He's not white. How fucking scary would that be? Like, you're in Nepal. I don't know why. I don't know what you do there. But you're, like, going through the snow and you see this giant black beast. Yeah. That is so scary. That's way more scary to me than, like, it blending in with the snow. Yeah. It would make more sense for it to be black because now I know like polar bears, they're white. They're, well, first of all, polar bears are not white. Their fur is like clear. Mm -hmm. Basically, it absorbs light and heat and stuff like that. And it's the, all their um, their hair fibers are hollow to like keep them nice and toasty. Yeah. But black fur would absorb more heat from the sun. Mm -hmm. So that would make a lot more sense to me. I could be totally wrong here, like, <laughs> I could not know what I'm talking about, but it makes more sense. But yeah, I think uh, not blending in with the snow, way scarier. Because also, every yeah. video I've ever seen from the Himalayas of a Yeti, you can see them easily. They're, like, dark and easy to point out. Mm -hmm. Also, um, my future ex-husband, uh, Josh Gates from Destination Truth, he found Yeti footprints. And, like, he it did. was, like, a big to-do, and, like, they're on display at Disney and stuff like that. Yeah. And But no one knows what those came from. Yeah, they went looking for the Yeti, mm -hmm. and I remember he went to this, like, really scary 
village in the mountains. Yeah, with the with the dome. With the dome. Well, it also had the really, really small um, landing strip for the plane. Uh-huh. So it was like they almost weren't sure if they were going to be able to land. Yeah, and there was a monastery there uh, with... Like, they had a scalp of a yeti. And I think they they did or did not acquire some hairs. They did. It took, like, them to talk it over for, like, a day. Yeah. The hairs weren't anything weird, though. Yeah, it was it was from, like, a normal animal. Like yeah. Like, or something. But when they were going through the mountains, someone said they found a footprint. And he, like, <laughs> was, like, pushing people out of the <laughs> way. He was so excited. And then he cast it. And, yeah, it's on display now. And it's a real... I mean, that's yeah. that's what you want. Like, that's a big... Uh, that's a really big deal for someone, especially like him, like he's an explorer and this is like kind of what he does. Yeah. For him to actually find something, like that's gotta be so awesome. It's gonna be a great feeling. If any mythical creatures or fantastic creatures, I guess, the Yeti, the Yeti is what I believe in the most. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like there's so much unexplored there. Mm-hmm. It's like there's gotta be something sweet. Mm-hmm. So then we have Australia's Yowie. Yeah. Which I love that name. I think it's I really love cute. That. I have a hard time imagining the Yowie because in my mind, Australia is very hot. And so a big furry animal would be miserable. But everything I know about Australia comes from um, Buckaroo Bonsai and Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So, like, (laughs) I don't know anything outside of those two films and, like, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. So, like, if it's not a blistering desert everywhere in Australia, please let us know. But to my knowledge, it is an unforgiving hellscape that a yaoi would be miserable in if he's furry. Do you want to hear his description? Of course. Watch, he's not furry at all. (laughs) He stands anywhere from, and get this, 5 to 11 feet tall. (laughs) He has yellow or red deeply set eyes inside a dome-shaped head. They're said to have tan, black, gray, or white coverings their skin, and with arms so long they nearly reach the ground. Wait, coverings? That could be fur or that could be like a jacket. It's hair. I just uh, oh. skipped that word. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Reading is very hard. <laughs> five to 11 feet tall. Yeah. Christ, that could be two of them on top of each other. <laughs> it's five feet. <laughs> and it comes from the Aboriginal word, dream spirit. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Which, fuck that. <laughs> Something that is 11 feet full of fur in the heat. Like, and is a dream spirit. I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know. I have insomnia, so I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we have Indonesia's... Oh, I can never pronounce it. The this. Orang Pendak? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know about that one. Josh Gates went looking for that, too. The Orang he Pendak. did. Yeah. It means a little man. <laughs> it seems to have a large pot belly and maybe dark gray, dark black, yellow, or tan in color. Which, those are very different colors. Um, it stands anywhere from two and a half to five feet, which is not really like a Bigfoot if you ask me. That could just be like a monkey. Well, he's supposed but, to be a wild man. It's supposed to be like a wild. In again, we have one of those in our home, <laughs> full of hair, wild. <laughs> I think uh, in the episode that Josh Gates looked for the Orang Pendak, I really liked his approach because he was saying, okay, here are all the stories we've gathered about this thing. Mm-hmm. Let's not say we're going to go find the Orang Pendak. We will say, pretend it doesn't exist because science does not support its existence. We still have stories. What are people seeing? That's what we're going to look for. So he wasn't trying to find the monster because I think that's scientifically 
uh, foolish. Yeah. He was trying to find what are people seeing that they think is the Orang Pendek. This is the one that I believe in the least because it says um, that a Dutch seller saw it in a tree and refused to shoot it because it thought it was a human. And it's like, I don't know much about the Dutch, but like, I don't imagine they've seen a lot of like monkeys and yeah, like primates. That even would make more sense to me though. That he thought it was a person. Because a primate would look like a person if you're not used to seeing them. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh Gates concluded that people were probably seeing orangutans. Mm -hmm. And that that's just what it is. Which, like, they're big. Orangutans? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. So, like, that would scare me more. Yeah. Then, I like orangutans. I like when they have their big flappy faces. <laughs> like the one that um, came to talk to you at the zoo that one time? Yeah. yeah the, big, the big jowls. But can you imagine seeing that in the wild, not knowing what that is? Or uh, like King Louis from the Jungle Book? Yeah. Screw that noise. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Those are some of the more popular um, cousins. I actually have a favorite of the oh, yeah? cousins. Yeah. My favorite relation to Bigfoot is the Florida skunk ape. <laughs> oh yes! Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that one. I love the skunk ape because there's a really great picture of it. Like someone yeah. snapped that picture and it's like front, like it's you can see it very clearly, you see the eye shine, and nobody knows what it is. And they're just like, Yeah, it's a smelly monkey that lives in the forest of Florida. And I was like, that's fucking rad. It's Florida. It could be anything. So years ago, when our daughter was born, so this is eight years ago, we spent a month in Florida. <laughs> And in um, we were subjected to a month in Florida <laughs> in Port Ritchie, Florida. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you this: every aspect of Florida is trying to fucking kill you. Oh, for sure. There was razor bush in the backyard, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh yeah, don't go near the bush because the the leaves are razor sharp, and you will cut yourself." And sure enough, that was completely true. Yeah, there were snakes, lizards. There were signs warning us about alligators. There was a tree. That had a sign on it that said you should not that to to not stand under the tree in the rain. Oh yeah, because you'll fucking die. Because it's poisonous, yeah. and the rain will become poisonous. So every single piece of human civilization in Florida is just a monument to man's arrogance <laughs> and its domination over nature. No human beings deserve to not deserve. No human beings should live in Florida because nature does not want us there. <laughs> but it is exactly the kind of place that I would imagine something like a skunk ape would live. For sure. And I think they stay in shape. Go for it. Let's hear it. Sasquats. Sasquats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that. Okay. I accept. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know anything. They just said the skunk ape smells very foul. Like if you're a wild man. You yeah. Know, you're a hairy ape creature. In Florida, which it was like at least 80% humidity the entire time we were there. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to smell too. <laughs> like, yeah, lay off the skunk ape. Yo, I sure we smelled the worst in Florida. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. My skin was amazing though, because I never got dry skin there. <laughs> I weighed 300 pounds in Florida, so it got real fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think there's lots of, I mean, besides this skunk ape, I mean, there's lots, uh, especially in North America, we have lots of variations on this. I should forgot to tell you about one. Have oh. you heard about the Italian one? This is a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. I'm asking you a legitimate question. I am doubtful. Have you heard about the Italian Bigfoot? No. The spaghetti. 
You just said the spaghetti. No, the spaghetti. Spaghetti. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said the spaghetti. I was like, that's not a joke. It's just the food. I swear to God, I'm quitting the podcast. Does anyone want to hire me? I'm pretty good at jokes. I think. It's my birthday. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so at the end of this episode, um, if you want to stick around after we do our links and things like that, it's been much requested <laughs> that we do a super cut of Lacey's ridiculous laugh. <laughs> I cannot put into words how much I love and appreciate that because I have the goofiest laugh. And the fact that people hear it and they're like, oh, that's funny, makes me warm and tingly <laughs> because I live with this thing. I hear it cackle all the time. It's... I feel yeah, like we I'm, all have to be subjected to it. <laughs> I'm like an acquired taste, like a fine wine or the Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you just got to get used to me, and then it's fun, and I appreciate you guys do. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to hear uh, a, a super cut of some of Lacey's laughter, stick around at the very end of this episode. <laughs> and if not, feel free to uh, just shut off whatever media player you're using. Throw your phone against the wall. This is cursed. So... so do you think we're ever going to find Bigfoot, like, for real, find him? I think we're going to find something close. Like, like a chimp? Well, I think... No. I think because there's, there's two different ways that people view Bigfoot. It's where, like, it's an animal, or if it's, like... A lot of people think it's humanoid, yeah. which I'm not into that one. Oh, like it's a person. Yeah, it's just, like, a big, hairy person. I'm more of, like, Gigantopithecus. Yeah, me too. So, like, I feel like we're going to find something tall and hairy but i don't i never think it's going to be quite what we think it is yeah you know i can what I mean? see that I, I'm, I'm down with that definitely not the humanoid one though people yeah. think he talks that's fucking bananas like so what is your favorite fictional portrayal of bigfoot oh oh man i mean harry the hendersons has a special place yeah right in my 90s heart <laughs> But, oh, man. I actually really like, there's two uh, mm-hmm. fictional portrayals I really like. One is the, like, the beef jerky commercials. Jack Link. Jack Link, <laughs> with, where Bigfoot is, like, clotheslining. Like, people are messing with Bigfoot. Yes. And then they run away. And there's, like, the one where he, like, clotheslines that dude and he does a backflip. Uh, I also like the one for, I actually don't even know what it's a commercial for. Uh, but it's like a mama Sasquatch, mm-hmm. and she's doing laundry like out in the woods with an apron on, and she's talking about like her little man, and she has this like little demon baby Sasquatch <laughs> that's like wrecking their their laundry. This is just us. <laughs> <laughs> I like those. I mean, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons is obviously like, one of the top, you know, incarnations of him in fiction. For yeah. Sure. Also, the Abominable Snowman from the Goosebumps books, The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Oh, also, if you have kids or just like kids' movies, um, there's this Yeti movie called Abominable. Yeah. And it is beautiful and just wonderful. And yeah, everything about it is just gorgeous. Yeah, it's really lovely. To, just visually, it's super yeah. lovely to watch. Yeah. It's like a good message and uh, the little Abominable Snowman is the cutest thing. Oh, honorable mention. Um, the Abominable Snowman from Rudolph. Yes. The the Bumble. Yes. Bumble's Bounce. Yes. Oh, oh, is there any other ones we're forgetting? Well, there's also um, John Ratzenberger's uh, Yeti from Monsters, Inc., yeah. <laughs> Who gets one of the best lines in that whole movie where they want to go to town to go through a door to get back to the monster world during a blizzard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got one rule out here. Always. Wait. Never go out <laughs> in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, his his character in that was uh, brief but funny. Oh, if anyone could think of any other ones. 
let us know because I'm yeah. sure there's some Bigfoot that we're forgetting. Yeah, tell us know. your favorite Bigfoot uh, yes. in fiction. Uh, I'd love to hear about that. Sometimes I feel like Bigfoot when I'm at work because I work like in a foresty area and people take family photos all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm five eight, so I'm a very I'm a large woman and I'm very broad and I have bright red hair. So I am positive that in some family photos. There's some big red yeti. There's a red blur. Red, red blur right in the background. I know it. Someday I'm going to find it. The producers of Finding Bigfoot actually came to our town mm-hmm. a few years ago because there was a claim that someone had seen Bigfoot. And they were going to do a town hall like they do on the show. And they found they, they got in contact with the, the person who claimed to see Bigfoot. And they were like, oh yeah, no, no, I was joking. <laughs> Like, Kansas is full of plains. You can imagine why there's no Bigfoot hiding. For sure. Like, the trees are sparse. <laughs> yeah. No Bigfoot around here. So, you can let us know what you think about Bigfoot. Um, do you think he exists or not? You can let us know on Twitter at Harley Paranormal with a Y. You can also go to Instagram at Harley Paranormal, where I am the most active. Or our Harley Paranormal page. Is it a page or a group? group? It's a group. Yeah, on Facebook, where Lacey is the most active, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Um, or you can contact us at Harley Paranormal at gmail.com where you can send us suggestions for future shows or you can send us your thesis on why Bigfoot does or does not exist. But also send a picture of me hugging a Bigfoot for my birthday. (laughs) Please and thank you. (laughs) So I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey. And remember, it's probably just the wind. Why don't Bigfoot celebrate Christmas? Because they don't like to give away their presents. (laughs) (laughs) Bye! Was such a setup. <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe in you. I'm really honest with the rest of this.